In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to discuss or talk about social media, mm-hmm. specifically like social media affairs. Now, it might not be quite what you're thinking. It might be what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. So it's not going to get mean, Jerry Springer in here then. Well, okay. no, it could be. It, oh, it could be right. a Jerry Springer episode, sure, <laughs> but but it could not be. So, so it's a little bit of both. So stay tuned. You'll find out what that's all about. Uh, but again, if you're on social media and your spouse is on social media, this is probably a good episode for you just to listen to and get some information on. Oh, all right, sure. then. Fair enough. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff, including my free hypnosis guide. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor Motor City Hypnotist podcast, if I can say it correctly. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're here in the palatial self-field, or podcast your voice self-field studios, uh, hanging out, doing a podcast. <laughs> So yeah, we're, we're here. We're trying. With, yeah. with with me is Matt Fox as usual. Thanks <laughs> for here. thanks for joining, Matt. Sorry, I had to unmute. I had to mute something and oh, no, unmute no, something. Nope, so that sounds that sounds better. Nope, you're all good. All right. You're all good. Sorry about that. No, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're we're just hanging out, doing a podcast on Friday evening. So thanks, folks, for joining us. Uh, if you're on Facebook Live, thanks for that. If you're listening on audio, thank you for that as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh huh. So let me tell you where you can find me. Speaking of social media. Speaking of social media, yes. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Website is always in process and always in progress and being updated and changed. (laughs) And it's it's in constant flux, let's say. So just hang in there. If you see something that's not right, it'll it'll get right soon. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, ain't right. It it ain't ain't right. That ain't right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's something... Yeah, so, so something something's bad. Something's bad with it. Four oh four request doesn't exist. No! Don't shut me up. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, I think all the page link. I think the pages all work. Oh, I mean, all, all the sections work, but they're like especially with the podcast page. If you're mm-hmm. if you're going directly to my website to listen to like archive. Okay. If you listen, that they're they're probably not all there yet. Oh, okay. So that's part of the part of the issue. But I mean, if you're listening to the podcast on audio, you can get it on any podcast provider. Every episode, all the way back to number one. Fair enough. So if you don't see it on the website. Just go to go to any podcast platform. That'll have it. Got it. Got it. Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno, and that is H Y P N O. Um, and as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide as we do every episode. That link is always in the show notes, so you can download that whenever you would like. It's a 
page and a half PDF just outlining what hypnosis is, what it's not, kind of uh, myths and misconceptions, and yeah, just just some general information about hypnosis. Just kind of good to have, especially if you have no prior exposure to it, no prior knowledge of it. Uh, could be helpful. Yes, with a pocket watch. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Freud, you ditched hypnosis way early because he sucked at it. <laughs> yes, he says, uh, the, all of his patients said, I ain't listening to you no more. Yeah. <laughs> What in blazes are you talking about? Yeah, they said that too. Yeah. There was, a, there was an old TV show called Dear John. Do you remember Dear John? Dear John. Old. How old? Yeah, you're talking, uh, you're probably mid 80s, late 80s. Oh, God, no. There was a, a recent miniseries on Netflix called Dear John. It was, a, it was about a guy who infiltrated this woman. He, he, he married her and then ended up trying to kill his daughter, her daughter, because he was a scam artist. He was he was trying, you know. Yeah, but 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 darker because he was going to kill people, right? Yeah. Was it Judd Hirsch? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's like a comedy in a way. Oh, it was a comedy. Okay, good, good. That's good to know. Yeah. Instead of just a creeper therapist ask, asking about your sex life, that, oh man, that's going way back. Right. Well, ironically, Judd Hirsch being a patient, he also played a therapist in Ordinary People with Timothy Hutton and Mary Tyler Moore and Donald Sutherland, which was a classic, wow, what a what a emotional classic, like therapy, deep, you know, disturbing movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you got the information on Dear John up? <laughs> wow. I don't know any of those names. Wow. Yeah, except for Judd Hirsch. That, that's a tough one. Oh, there you go. It wasn't as old as I thought it was, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah. So, that that's all. Yeah. that's We're giving away a free hypnosis guide. That's where we were. And so, here's the thing. Um, also, uh, wherever you're listening, well, again, you might be on Facebook Live, which is awesome. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for joining us on a Friday evening. Um you can be just like Alan Benson and join us every week, <laughs> which is awesome. Not, not yet, but he will. Or he, he typically will. Um, oh. oh, it was Dirty John. That was the new one. That's the new one, not Dear John. Okay. Yeah, she corrects me. She, 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 has a, she corrects me quite often. Correctly. 
she corrects me because I need to be corrected. Yes. Yes. Good job. Good job, wife. <laughs> so, yeah, wherever you're listening, if uh, whatever, whatever podcast platform you're on, please connect, attach, like, subscribe, whatever it is on your platform to, to get my feed, yep. to get the podcast feed every every show and so thanks, you don't have to look for it. Thanks, Renee. Um, I, I'm still uh, I'm a struggling podcast artist. You should be able to hear me now. <laughs> 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 uh, and then Alan pops in. Here I am. Have a great weekend. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, there you go, Renee. So I think. <laughs> thanks, yeah. Renee. Yeah, he's off. Oh, here Alan is here. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. So we're all, so yeah, we're all rocking. Wherever you are, uh, subscribe, like, get it. And here's the other thing: subscribe and leave a review. That would be super helpful. I would very much appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm off my game today. Sorry. Nope. Nope. I'm the one on medication, Matt, not you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling Matt the story, and, and my wife will roll her eyes because she thinks I'm a wimp anyway. But so, so we we just we just got into golf this summer, okay. my wife and I. So okay. we've been playing. We played as much as we could during the summer. So now weather turn. All the courses are closed. It's uh, Michigan. Yeah. You can't play golf in the winter. Um, so we're using the indoor, the X-Golf in Woodhaven. That's okay. where we go. The golf simulators and stuff? Golf simulator, right. yes. So we went on Sunday. We had a couple hours planned, just kind of like, hey, let's do this on Sunday afternoon. We'll mm-hmm. get out mm-hmm. and you know, have a couple drinks, play some golf. So two hours into it, you know, the time goes really fast. I don't know if you've ever been to a golf simulator or if, you, if you've done. I have. The time goes really fast. And I'm like, wow, we're done already? I said, and so I said to the, the, the girl, the... the um, the, the staff, yeah. the attendant. I'm like, hey, is this open for another hour? She goes, let me check. So she goes back and comes back. She goes, yeah, it's free. If you want another hour, it's open. Mm-hmm. So we just stayed. I'm like, yeah, let's do another hour. All right. An hour later, we're three hours in now. <laughs> probably a couple more drinks. Uh-huh. I'm feeling let's, let's kind of. It. We're feeling good. You're we're feeling we're, loose? We're fe- yeah, we're hitting good shots. Yeah. We're, you know, I, I, <laughs> it was funny. Cause I had this like 45 foot putt uh. that was just, and it was right online. And I'm serious. It lipped the hole. Oh. It was that close. I hate that. And uh, <laughs> there are a couple people watching. They're like, Oh, you know? <laughs> so yeah, we were having a good time. Long story short. And so I'm like, ah, let's do another hour. You know, at that point they closed. Mm-hmm. And after that last hour, or it was close to closing, something like that. Or we were you just, just kept swinging the club. We just kept swinging. So, so we, yeah. anyway, we ended up doing four hours. That's a lot of golf. So, I'm not to make this a long drawn out story, but but <laughs> I, I I've here and there along the way in my older years I've I've had this back issue and it, it works into my left leg. It's mm. a sciatic issue and and, and nice. I have some leg pain of along with that. Your sciatic is acting yeah, up. Yeah, my sciatica. Yeah. So the next morning, I'm hurting like wow. I can I can barely move my leg. That's how bad it was hurting. Oof. And I'm like, oh, man, I really overdid it yesterday. <laughs> so I went to the chiropractor on Monday. So I'm like, I'll go get cracked. I'll feel better. It'll mm-hmm. loosen it up. And it did for a bit. But then Tuesday I woke up and it was worse. Mm-hmm. And so long story short, I already had a doctor appointment set for Tuesday for a different physical issue, which was my shoulder. Or as Michael Jackson would say, my shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> my shoulder. My shoulder. Um, and... So, so I got medication, I got muscle relaxers and steroids. So I'm on those right now. Is that why your pupils are nice and large? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. So, so anyway, I'm on the medication. Matt is not. So. Yeah, but you know. So if I screw up later, you'll know why. All right, fair enough. All right.
Let's get back, let's get back <laughs> to the show. This episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. This is my book. It was published in August of this year, mm-hmm. and uh, it's available. It's available now on Amazon.com or on BarnesandNoble.com. And um, uh, it's a it's a book. It, it just gives you some information um, about how to change your mindset to ensure your success in whatever you're doing, personal, professional, business, whatever it is. Rock on. And um, so you can pick that up. Um, you can also get this at any bookstore in person. Uh, they would have, if they don't have it on their shelves, they can have access to order it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, look for it uh, or order it on Amazon. And if you do, uh, leave me a, a review on Amazon. These Amazon reviews, I'm telling you, anytime I buy something from Amazon, I go right to the reviews. Right. And that will, that will dictate whether I'm going to buy it or not. I have a question for you after the show tonight about your book. Absolutely. All right. Yep. You don't want to do it now. No, no, not now. Because it's not really uh, uh, related to the book and the content. It's no. more of something you, else. You don't want to do it live? Do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. How did I know? I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> okay. We don't have to do it live. All right. <laughs> nah. No, All right. I know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good question, but we'll save it for later. Okay, that's cool. All right, so we'll get to... That's how winning is done. So we love, we love animals. Yes, we do. I think, I think most of us do. Um, so this, this is an animal story. We do a lot of these. I love animals. So, so our winner of the week is Jesse Lee, who's a dog. Oh, Jesse Lee is a dog. Jesse Lee the dog. Uh-huh. So Jesse Lee, a dog that had gone missing for two weeks. So a dog's been missing for two weeks. Okay. Was recently discovered stranded on a perch in the Pikes Peak region of Colorado. On a perch? Yep. Stranded on a perch. Okay. While her owners diligently searched for her every day, they never could have imagined their lost pet would ever wind up in such a scary spot. Okay. Animal Law Enforcement, a division of the Humane Society, um, was alerted to the pooch's presence by a hiker who'd spotted her on a ledge about 50 yards up the cliffside bordering Fountain Creek. (laughs) Okay. Two officers, Johnson and Barker. (laughs) Barker. Johnson. <laughs> were quickly dispatched to the locale. That's that's awesome. That Johnson and Barker, Barker were, were were the were the cops. <laughs> Officer Barker rescued the dog. <laughs> Using binoculars, the pair pinpointed Jesse Lee's location and launched a daring rescue. Hmm. Our law enforcement team went out there to assess the situation and make sure it was even a dog the person was seeing on a cliff because they were looking from a great distance. <laughs> Like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't a goat or something, you know? <gasps> oh, <laughs> great Odin's raven. It wasn't a raven yeah, either. Yeah, it wasn't a raven. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, we wanted to make sure we could come back and get the tools that were necessary to rescue the dog. Um, after deter- determining it was indeed a doggy at risk, the officers were able to borrow climbing equipment from a local resident to implement the retrieval process. Officer Barker you said retrieval. Retrieval is it a, re- is it a retriever? Is that what the Kevin? That's of a dog? good question. <laughs> I'm I'm going to see if they have that information here. There's a picture of it. I think it. Boy, it might have been a. We'll get we'll All get right. to it. It might be in the story. All right. Um. After determining it was indeed a doggy, um, 
oh no, we are to implement the retrieval process, Correct. Officer Barker <laughs> first secured a rope to a sturdy wooden fence post atop the cliff and then rappelled down the side of the ravine, getting as close to Jesse Lee as she dared. Oh my goodness. While it was clear from Jesse Lee's wagging tail, the pooped pup was certainly glad someone had finally come for her with the ground crumbling beneath her paws as she inched towards the officer, uh, inched towards the officer's outstretched arms. Oh my goodness. It was also apparent there wasn't any solid footing left to be had. Oh, wow. So, so I'm, I'm thinking of this dog on this perch on this ledge and this ground crumbling beneath her and just like, you know, just yeah, like trying just, to get. So using a catch pole lowered to her by Officer Johnson, Officer Barker was luckily able to secure the pup around her neck and shoulders. This allowed Barker to slowly pull the dog closer without the risk of losing her if she fell. Once the pup was finally in the arms of Officer Barker, uh, Officer Johnson lowered a secondary rope, which was securely tied to a makeshift harness for the dog. Huh. Officer Johnson quickly pulled up the dog and Barker shortly thereafter. If I heard you right, uh, Officer Barker mm-hmm. is a woman. Woman, yes. And so is Officer Johnson, apparently. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. They referred to Officer... Lowered to her by Officer I Johnson. Love, I love hearing stories about rescues of animals. Well, and this this sounds simple. Just mm-hmm. lower something and pick the dog, or you know, take the dog up. But th- they had to get to the dog, which right. was the problem because there wasn't any. If there was barely enough footing for a dog, there was not any footing for humans. So they you're had to in, use this catch pole. You're in Colorado, right? On a, on a mountain, on a on mountain peak, right? Yeah. And it's on a perch, so right. it's probably fifty yards down. Right. How did the dog get there? That's a great th- question. That that that's a great question. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if they say. All right. Uh, <laughs> with a woof of relief. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know these articles sometimes. <laughs> the mission was declared a resounding success. Jesse Lee was quickly whisked back to HSPPR, which was the dog, the the, uh, the Humane Society. Mm-hmm where she was easily identified by her microchip and name tag. Hmm. Um, uh, HSPPR immediately notified their relieved and grateful pet parents who showed up bright and early the next day to take their cherished fur baby home, bringing this episode of Animal Rescue, the Extreme Edition, (laughs) to its possumly happy conclusion. Uh. I know. these (laughs) These puns are... These these puns are crazy. (laughs) I ain't listening to you no more. All right, so let's talk about the dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one, how did how did the dog get there onto a peak? That that's a good question. Onto and, a perch. and apparently nobody knows that according because the story didn't give the information because of how did it get down to that Cor- ledge? Correct. What was it chasing? It had been gone for two weeks. Two weeks. So how long was the dog actually? Yeah, and how did it there? get to that mountain onto that <laughs> ledge? And how far away were the owners that right. they called? Like, oh, wow, we're two hours away. A, a lot of these questions raise a lot more, or a lot of these stories raise yeah. a lot more questions. They really do. Than, than they answer, which which is kind of, of a bummer, Fair because enough. you'd want to know, you know. I, I, I need, what the I need. fuck are you <laughs> doing? That, that's when I, when I ask the dog. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> how did you get there? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm just a dog. So, so they they do have photo. The link of the story is in the show notes. All, in fact, all our winners of the week. There's always a link to the story that yes. we review, so you can go look at it. Because often there are photos, uh-huh. and and the dog. I, I don't think it was like a. I don't think it was a shepherd, but it was more like a. 
It was probably a bigger dog. Uh. Not, it wasn't like a little chihuahua or poodle or anything right. like that. that, that, it, it, that it wasn't. Because if it was a chihuahua, it would have shook itself off the perch already. <laughs> it <laughs> would have. <laughs> so I, I, have a, I don't know if I've told this story before, but years ago, I think, I don't know if my wife and I were married yet, but we were, we, we were definitely, I'm sure we were dating at the point. Well, we were dating because it happened at her parents' house, which okay. I wouldn't know if we weren't dating. She had a little shih tzu probably nine pounds, 10 pounds, little tiny thing. Mm-hmm. So her parents live on a lake up near, it's, it's, in, it's in Baldwin, which is kind of near Reed City in mm-hmm. Michigan. So they're, on, they're on, a, on a lake, you know, this house right on lakeside and it's in the middle of the woods. Right, it's more west side of the state, isn't it? Yeah, more over to the west side. Yeah, yeah it's probably like, like a 45 minutes southeast of Traverse City right. kind right. of area. It's like... That's, yeah, that's up northwest. up and to the left. Yeah, yep. up and to the to the definitely western side. Yep. So, um, her dog. I I think I think we were married because we were living together. Because she had to leave her dog at at okay. her parents because we couldn't have it in the apartment that we had when we got married. So her dad took the dog up there, and when it was time to come home for the weekend, he couldn't find her. She was mm. gone, like lost. I think you, you've told me the story. Yes, and couldn't find her, and so he had to come home. So days later, uh, her brother went up there. I think he had to go up there anyway, but, but she said, hey, if you're up there, look for the dog, see if she's there. So, so this, this little Shih Tzu survived in the woods for like three or four days, and they found her on, on the porch of their house oh my when goodness. he went back. All right. So they fa- the dog found its yeah, way back. Yeah, dog found right. its way back to the house, but nobody was there for days. Uh, real quick, if you want to yeah. play the outro real quick, I got something to share with you. Play the outro? For winner of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't do that. <laughs> That's how winning is done. So our, our good friend Alan chimed back in. He did. He said, that was a doggone good story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Alan. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> I'm curious, uh, Officer Barker. Is Barker, her, uh, yes, Officer her, Barker. Is her Barker worse than her biter? Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> good. Jeez. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. It often does with us. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, that's so, just how we are. So apparently we're going to be talking about social media. We are. Okay. We're going to talk about social media. Yes. And you're going to provide a little bit of history. I am. And we're going, we're going to talk about you know using social media as a device to cheat. Yes, in a way. Okay. Yes, yes. That and also, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna frame it differently. Also, so okay. st- Stay tuned for that because right. it's it's it is what you think, but then there's an added there's an added thing All to right. this that you might not be thinking that way. All right. So so let me start first of all. We're we're all on social media, or most people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know many people that are not on some sort of social media, whether mm-hmm. it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or. Um, TikTok yes, or yes. So, there's so many now it, it, it's it's crazy mm-hmm. um, or or on dating apps like uh, like Bumble and Tinder I wouldn't really call those dating apps but I think Grinders apps Grinder is another yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah. uh huh so 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 there's all this opportunity to connect with other people I guess that's the whole thing mm-hmm. so 
so I want to I want to go back and and I and I know I'm going to sound like the old man down the down the block say you damn kids get off my grass, <laughs> but you know back in my day like when we were growing up in the 80s and early 90s, before internet or social media or any access to that, like if people wanted to cheat on their spouse, they had to actually meet someone in person. Right. That they actually had to go out and or go to work or go to the bar or somewhere that that you actually had to interact with a human being for that to even happen. And, and what, what has happened over the years. And unfortunately this is a side effect I see being a therapist and having clients every day and seeing couples. It's so much easier now Hmm. because you're just online. You just meet someone online. You start talking to them. It's instant. There's no, but then you don't know who it really is. Well, no, that's that's the problem also because, it, and and we'll get into a little bit of that as we go forward here. Okay, that you know people portray what they want you to see on social media. Right, it's it's not always an accurate reflection of where they're at. Correct. So so I'm just going to start just in, and I think I mean it's not too important, but I think it's important to kind of know how this has kind of evolved mm-hmm. to where it is now. So. The first, did you know when the first social media site was, was the, the first, what we consider a social media site? Uh, what, what, year, what year it came out? I want to say 96. Ooh, close, Matt. 97. Oh, okay. One of the first true social media sites was called SixDegrees.com. Oh, like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yep. Okay. Yep. You set up a profile page, create lists of connections, and send messages within the networks. Mm-hmm. So what would happen is that your connections would have connections and it's just like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Okay. That, that's yeah. just like that game. And that's, that's right around when that thing came out. Mm. Um, the site amassed a, 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 around, a, around 1 million users before it was bought out for 125 million and ended up shuttering in 2000. Wow. Yeah. When, um, when did MySpace become a thing? Yep. Um, <laughs> the next, the next kind of big, I guess, social site, if you would call it that, and I don't know if you remember this. I do remember it once I read it. I would have never thought about it. Okay. Am I hot or not? <laughs> do you remember that site? I don't. <laughs> okay. I do not. So this was a site where you'd submit photos, and then people would go on and say, You're "Hot not. or not." Oh my goodness gracious! It's just one or the other, hot or not. Hot or not. And it turned into swipe left and swipe right. It did. (laughs) It was was the first iteration of people looking at photos and saying yes or no in that kind of a way. Um, So this, the site is rumored to have influenced the creators of Facebook and YouTube eventually. Hmm. I think that's where it, and and, and that's funny because the description of it that I pulled up was it nurtured millions of insecurities. <laughs> which I find, which I find being hilarious. Um, so that one, it was sold off a few times, and its new owners tried to revive it as a game in 2014. But it's it has nothing, right. nothing as of right now. All right. So so I'm 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 going through these. You think, well, what does this have to do with affairs? I'm showing you the development of how yes. things became things. more personal, yeah, right. like. Because, I mean, actually, that hot or not, it starts out with photos, people looking for approval mm-hmm. from strangers mm-hmm. that they don't know to say if they're attractive or not. Right. Um, oh, Amy's. Yeah, Amy she, popped, she in. popped in. Hey, sis. I threw that up there. Hope you're good, yeah. sis. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so hot or not was when f- people first started like, oh, I, I, I mean, imagine you, you want you take a picture, you upload it, and you want people to tell you whether you're hot or not. Yeah, it's that, just that, like that that search for approval. Right. Yeah. Um, the next big one, and you might remember this, maybe in 2002 was mm-hmm. Friendster. I don't see. I never participated in anything until the the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Really. Okay. So launched in 2002, Friendster was originally going to be a dating site that would help set up people with friends in common. So let's say I had a friend who knew somebody, they could that connection, they could set me up okay. with one of their friends. So it's kind of like a referral from a friend for dates. It's online blind dating. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it that's the way it was originally going to be. Um, so you could create a profile, include status updates and reveal your mood. Messaging friends of friends was also a thing. Mm. Unfortunately, the, the popularity spiked in 2003 and because it caught on so well, here's the problem. Um, it took a toll on its servers, impacting users and everybody bailed because uh, they, they couldn't run it. They couldn't, they, okay. they, they couldn't support the traffic. Uh, a friend of a uh, friend of the show, Mark uh, Marshall. Oh, he's Mark. Yep, he's oh, Mark. Oh, man. Mark. Mark is an old manager of mine when I was working at Ford Credit years ago. Really? Yes. Right. It's going way back. Thanks for checking in, Mark. I yeah. appreciate it, brother. He that, says that's you look awesome. He says you're looking good. Well, I hope so. Because uh, <laughs> that was that was a good uh, is 25 he, years ago. Yeah. I mean, that was a long time. So is he yeah. hot? Is he hot or not? <laughs> <laughs> no no don't shut me up uh, yeah that's funny so yeah friendster it, it kind of was the first like like peer-to-peer connection where you could you could now mm-hmm. a friend you knew somebody but you had a friend of theirs that you didn't know you could connect got it so you see how this is expanding social circles now mm-hmm. where you can now connect to people that you don't know through friends and, and we're going to get to where this comes in as far as your, your affairs go. All right. <clears throat> um, Not my affairs. Here comes the big one. The big, the first real big one in 2003, which was a year after Friendster took a dump. Uh-huh. MySpace. Oh, yeah. See, that yeah. was that was like the big, mm-hmm. big one that kind of yep. started everything. But I did not know about these first. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, these things that led up to that. So yeah. MySpace was really the first one that 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 really... It became the go-to site for like millions of what you call hip teens mm-hmm. and young people mm-hmm. because, and, and if I remember right, um, I think I actually had a MySpace page at one point. It was like trying to create a website. It for was yourself. that that, but see, that's where that's where the the issues came in mm-hmm. because there was some coding involved, very mm-hmm. minimal, mm-hmm. but. It was. You're setting up your own web page right. is kind of what it looked like. And people were using theme music from copyrighted yes, theme music. music and, 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 and I remember they had the, they had all kinds of, of, of widgets that mm-hmm. you could add, all kinds of code that you could add to have like scrolling right. messages or, or scrolling photos of people you, you admire and ah. things like that. Okay. But yeah, it was, it, was like, it was like people's personal interactive website. Right. But there's a lot of copyright issues with that. <laughs> well, sure, because a lot of the themes, like you could get themes for for your for your design, that would be like, if I remember right, and and I I'm almost sure, I'm almost sure I had like like this Captain America background mm-hmm. on my page. Okay, okay, which you know kind of fits me. I'm I'm into the geeky stuff, but mm-hmm. but yeah, there's no. I mean, 
technically, I, I can't be using that without permission of Marvel <laughs> right. to publish Correct. for public use. You know, Please take that down. So 2005 marked the apex of MySpace, and the site had 25 million users. So you see the, the exponential increase of users mm-hmm. in these sites as we go from year to year. Um, it was the fifth most popular site in the United States, like total as far as websites go. When it sold to News Corp of that year, and that was the start of its decline, uh, and it just lost popularity, partly in due to the emergence of Facebook soon after. Right. That was 2005, wasn't it? 2003 to oh. 2005 is when it when it came into being. Oh. It was it was so in 2003 Zuckerberg long, launched Face Mash. That was that was the first iteration. Okay. And he described it as Harvard University's answer to Hot or Not. It was it was it was like a more um, uh, mature version of Hot or Not, okay. where you could just like make connections. You're not pretty, but um, you have friends. <laughs> The the Facebook followed in 2004, uh, and it registered a million users that same year. Hmm. The site dropped in in 2005. The site dropped the from the name and just became Facebook.com. And he he purchased the domain at that time in 2005 for two hundred thousand dollars. The How? domain Facebook.com for two hundred thousand dollars. That's it. That's it. Oh my god. Yep. So. Oh somebody could have somebody who could have bought that domain at that point would have been great. Oh my goodness gracious. Yep. So from that point going forward and it just kind of exponentially increases mm-hmm. from there cuz Facebook we know what it's turned into. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's YouTube launch in 2005. Uh Reddit arrived that year also. Mm. Twitter came along mm-hmm. in 2006. Um then, and then Instagram was born out of LinkedIn. Facebook. Yeah, LinkedIn came right after that. Yeah. Um, Grinder comes right after that in 2009. <laughs> Instagram in 2010. And Instagram was born. From Pinterest Facebook. in 2010. Yeah. Snapchat in 2011. Jeez. And and then in 2012, Facebook celebrated its one billionth user. Oh my! Goodness. So you see, in a matter of f- five six years, mm. it went from a million to a billion Billion. or more because we're only counting facebook users at this point not all those additional things so i know i know that was kind of a history lesson but i think it's important to see what kind of influence social media has had Mm -hmm. from the early days to now billions of people being on there in fact today i just looked this up as of right now facebook averages 2.3 2.3 billion unique users every month. That's wild. Yeah. All right, then. So we're going to take this, and I'm going to show you why this has become an issue uh-huh. in relationships. Oh, okay. And, and we're going to do that next episode because we've, we've run out of time now. But, uh, <laughs> but I think it was important to lay the groundwork to see what kind of effect this has had as far as us, as far as society goes, mm-hmm. and the connection, and, and the, the, the how many people went from zero mm-hmm to billions Mm -hmm. in a matter of, of, you know, less than 20 years. Correct. Yeah. Those on Facebook Live, don't go anywhere. Facebook Live, stay where you're at. Those listening to audio on your podcast provider, either click ahead to the next episode, or if it's not there yet, it will be there on Tuesday or Thursday. Perfect. So folks, stay, again, Facebook Live, stay with us. We'll be back next time. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.